Vikistanian perspective on the philosophy of mind is a minority and an outcast philosophy of mind. For the obvious reason that Wittgenstein spent a lot of his philosophy trying to make many philosophical problems, including many problems in the philosophy of mind, to be simply nonsense. Uh, whereof one cannot speak, thereof one must be silent. Wittgenstein stated in section 281 of his philosophical investigations, quotation, only of a living human being in what resembles, parentheses, behaves like, close parentheses, a living human being can one say it has sensations, is blind, is conscious, or unconscious, close quotation mark. Wittgenstein here is, a, is a delineating the mirrorological fallacy, the fallacy that tries to attribute to part of a whole, attributes that can only be attributed to the whole entity itself. So for example, physicalists attribute to the uh, brain attributes such as searing, seeing, hearing, thinking, memory, but don't attribute to it walking, talking, running. Uh, if they're going to do one, they should do the other. Behavior is part of the whole person as a whole, not of any part of it. It is the whole person that thinks, hears, sees, walks, talks, remembers, and so forth. Mind and body are not different substances or different problems to be explained. They are two different word games seeking to describe behavior and to solve problems in life with the behavior of whole persons, not any parts of them. They are not metaphysical problems, but languages with different uses and usefulness, and thus with different meanings. Any translation of these languages into each other requires agreement by the speakers on the behavior at issue, either trying to be controlled somehow or intended or described or whatever the speakers are trying to talk about. As contemplated in the philosophy of language episodes, there's a duality of meaning in words. There is the meaning present in any time we speak of I am. Uh, words prove my existence, but there is also the meaning made by their use and usefulness. We use the existential word game we call the mind or of mental reality to deal with the meaning, the existential meaning of words, establishing the I that I know exists and differentiating it from the reality out there for which I need evidence to exist. I know the I exists, but I cannot speak about it because there is no such thing as a private language. All language is a social construct. We use the same language to talk about the I that I know exists and for the rest of the reality out there for which I need evidence in order to know or believe it exists. We have the same language for both. However, we try to differentiate the meaning of the I exists from the use and usefulness of words by using the concept and the word game of mind and mental reality. Consciousness and perception are not problems to be solved. They are what we are. Science cannot help us with the metaphysical question of what consciousness and perception are. What consciousness and perception are are really normative problems of what we want them to be. This is a minority view in philosophy of mind, but I submit that if you contemplate the prior episodes in philosophy of science and philosophy of language, uh, 
especially the private language problem and the rule following problem, you will agree with me that this minority view is the correct one. The problem with most of modern philosophy of mind is that it worships science as a religion that gives explanation. As contemplated in the philosophy of language and science episode, science is, a, is an instrumental tool. It solves problems by giving solutions that can be falsified. It does not explain. It only describes to the extent of giving pragmatic truth, truth that works or that does not work to solve a problem. Neuroscience, for example, can solve problems varying from Alzheimer's to schizophrenia, but it cannot explain them. Neuroscience, as all science, is used to give pragmatic truth, and it used to do so through the scientific method. However, as also contemplated in the philosophy of science episodes, the new scientific methodology will be correlation established by data science. This new methodology will be able and gives us the hope of correlating the words in the word game of the concept of mind, consciousness, and perception with the words in the word game of the concept of body, but it will never explain them. But this correlation is a lot more than we can do with the present language, which simply confuses the two as exhibited, exhibited by all these disputes in the philosophy of mind between dualism, monism, and everything in between and within them, plus such silly word games that philosophers of mind have created, such as Swamp Man, Inverted Spectra, and Zombies. As contemplated in the prior philosophy of language episodes dealing with the impossibility of a private language, the existential meaning and of word games such as the mind, consciousness, and perception deal with the intention of our conscious acts and applicable behavior. As a summation of the Wittgensteinian perspective on philosophy of mind, the proper analogies or thought experiments for philosophical contemplation of the mind are not zombies, swamp man, brain in a vat, or inverted spectrum, but the previously discussed in the philosophy of language ancient analogy of the ship of thesis, or thesis's paradox, or even of Neurot's boat, uh, discussed by the philosopher Quine in his writings. It goes as follows, and is an uh, analogy for epistemology, but is just as applicable to contemplation of consciousness and perception in the philosophy of mind. Quotation, we are like sailors who on the open sea must reconstruct their ship, but are never able to start afresh from the bottom. Where a beam is taken away, a new one must at once be put there, and for the rest of a ship is used as support. In this way, by using the old beams and driftwood, the ship can be shaped entirely anew, but only by gradual reconstruction. Close quotation mark. The proper analogies or thought experiments for philosophical contemplation of the mind are not zombies, swamp man, brain in the vat, or inverted spectrum, but the ship of thesis or of Neurod's boat. Consciousness is the ship and its interaction with the sea around it. Perception is its repair and constant reconstruction. Science, including of the mind, is the instrumental work that solves the problems of navigation, repair, and reconstruction. Philosophical contemplations of the concept of mind are normative, not in the sense of ultimate value as in morals, but, as the philosopher Quine wrote, 
is a matter of efficiency for an ulterior end, truth, or prediction. This Wittgensteinian perspective and philosophy of mine would take several hours to deal with. If you are further interested in it, there is a book that just came out called Philosophical Foundations of Neuroscience, written by the neuroscientist uh, M.R. Beckett and by the analytic philosopher H.M.S. Hacker. Also, if you want a simpler version, you can read my paper called A Preliminary Argument for a Holistic Concept of Mind or a Holistic Philosophy of Mind, available on academia.com. I will put a link to it on our webpage. <laughs>